God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Our call in the readings today is to search after God. Evaluating my own life, I know that I have had my own plans, plans that I have found very difficult to give up. From the time that I was about 12, if someone asked me what I wanted to do when I was older, my answer was always the same. I wanted to be an accountant for the Texas Rangers. You see, I loved baseball, but I knew full well that I wasn't talented enough to be a Major League Baseball player. I was also good at math, and I loved numbers, so I thought I would combine these two loves into one career. Everything I did was geared towards that goal. I joined the Army to get the GI Bill. I studied accounting. My goal ultimately was to become an accountant for the Texas Rangers. Yet, while I was in college, something very interesting happened to me. I met people who took discerning God's will in their lives very seriously. This attitude began to rub off on me. I began to find that I was not studying so much for accounting, but I was reading philosophical and theological treaties. However, I was stubborn and maintained my own goal to be an accountant for the Texas Rangers. I eventually graduated college and I moved to Dallas where I pursued an MBA in, a, in corporate finance and sports and entertainment management. That's when God started thinking for me. I had this weird thought at the time about it being cool or awesome if my brother and I ended up being in the same ordination class. You see, my brother right now is a priest for the Diocese of Wichita, and back then he would have been in our same class, and for a few brief years we were actually set to be ordained in the same class. I entered the seminary, and for, that, um, and for a time I found myself kind of at ease, but not necessarily. For a while I did not have the peace that Paul found during his time in prison. My desires ultimately were not in line with God, what God wanted me to do. I ultimately found myself wanting to do God's will, but at that time it was not clear what he was calling me to do. So I eventually took time away from seminary. I found employment working as an accountant in a local manufacturing firm. After doing that for a while, I still found myself longing for the priesthood, and I sought to re-enter the seminary. However, after a year, I still was not at the peace that Paul found himself at. So after a year, I took more time off, and I began teaching high school religion, and ultimately transferred diocese. At the invitation of my new bishop, I thought about and ultimately re-entered seminary. Finally, I felt like I could quote Paul, for to live, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. My desires finally became to be with Christ and to do his will. I found myself amongst people with whom I wanted to share a life in Christ and to help bring to a deeper and more abiding relationship with God. I found it easier to say yes to God's will, no matter where it would lead me. 
Once I was ordained a deacon, the grace of God really allowed me to understand Paul's sentiments about spreading the gospel and living for the other. This is especially true during this time of COVID where so many people are struggling. We need the hope that only Christ can offer us and know that this difficulty too will pass. We can and should use this time to help us grow in prayer and to develop a deeper and stronger relationship with our Lord. This time is a great opportunity to grow and spend more quality time in prayer. As Isaiah tells the Israelites, we need to find God while he can be discovered. And this is truly a time for reaching out and finding God. We ultimately need to grow in the virtues of faith, hope, and love so that we can help others grow and get to know hope and love and come to a deeper faith in Jesus Christ. The parable in today's gospel is rich in its meaning and shows the level of mercy and generosity that our Lord has for us. We may come to faith later in life or a discovery of what God's will is for us, yet he will still provide for a full day's wage. That wage is to spend eternity with him. God is like the landowner who seeks out workers. We must be in a position to be found and then respond to his love. No matter when we find ourselves responding, early or later in life, God's love is there to be found and accepted. Through that love, we can discover, like Paul, a peace in seeking and doing God's will. My brother found his vocation early in life, while I found mine later. There is now a great deal of joy that we share as both brothers and soon-to-be brother priest that is very hard to explain. It truly is awesome to find our vocation, whether it be to the priesthood, religious life, or to the married life. Living for the other and sharing God's love with the other is what we are all ultimately called to do. Finally, on this seminary appeal weekend, I would like to thank all of you here for your generosity and kindness towards the seminary and all the seminarians. Your devotion to the seminary is what makes it possible for my brother seminarians and I to dive into a special and unique relationship with Christ. We are able to freely enter into discernment with little to no worries other than trying to find out what God is calling us to. This freedom makes our yes all the more meaningful. For those who discover that God is calling them to a different vocation, the burden of the cost of the seminary is not on them. Again, I thank you for all your prayers, support, and generosity in helping us all know God's call. Know of my prayers for you during this upcoming year as I get to know this fine parish. And may God shine his love brightly upon you all.